0: Welcome to another episode of the X-Button Podcast. Today is October the 6th. Holy shit, this year is flying by. Let me tell you, every day that goes by, I'm just like... It feels like just yesterday, it was October the 4th. Um, or the 5th, what did I say? Anyways, uh, don't listen to that. How's everybody doing? How's everybody going? How's everybody doing and how is everybody going? You know, today is a nice day. To kinda just bring up this will be a nice uh short floppy episode due to me working a lot of overtime and your boy is tired. Your boy is tired. So, uh, you know, I need to I need to have some like I need to cut out more time out of my day to kinda hit this up because you know, it gets uh it gets tiring after a while. There's a lot of a lot of shit going on, you know. A lot of a lot of work, a lot of life. And I wanna put more time into this, so I apologize before you guys all leave me. Uh, I apologize if it's, you know, varying in quality. But as I always say, you know, the next episode is always better. So don't leave just yet. It's already, you know, it's already uh, it's already getting better as I'm stuttering and just struggling through. Um, tomorrow I'm having a guest on, which is awesome. I'm having a Groob and possibly Jay on here. And, you know, that's all we really need. That's all we really need have the boys on fucking hit that up, see how they're doing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's always fun to do this with, uh, other people, you know, it's just, uh, gives other opinions, not just me on here. And it's been a long time since I've had a guest on. So I think I'm going to get back into the swing of things and just have more guests on. Cause it always works out better that way. You know what I'm saying? I, I tend to enjoy my solo episodes. I know a lot of people might feel differently, but, uh, I just enjoy kind of getting my own thoughts out, shooting it all out at once. That sounded kind of weird. And, um, yeah, like, you know, that works out for majority of the shows. However, there's certain things that come up, like the Final Fantasy Origins demo that I would like to talk more about. However, I think uh, Groove would have more experience with it. So, interesting enough. Uh, can't wait to have him on. Can't wait to have Jay on. And we'll just be right back here fucking potting it up. And then we're going to play some Smash. Speaking of Smash, something happened today about Smash or yesterday, rather, sorry, at the time of this recording. Yeah, um, today was the last event for, you know, Sakurai and Smash. And what they showed off was a banger! Was a banger! What the banger? What's up? So, the final Smash character, if you haven't heard about this little guy, uh, it is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Finally, the last character is out. The game is done, or I guess not necessarily until October 18th. Then the game is done, and, you know, it's exciting. I can't wait for that character to come out. I'm not the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, but I am roughly uh, familiar with the character. So I am excited to see him do his thing in Smash. I can't wait for that. I did notice a, a very big lack of any Disney representation outside of the Disney, uh, Mickey Mouse symbol on the end of his sword. That was really it. Outside of that, there's like zero Disney stuff, which I can only imagine that's like a bunch of legality stuff happening, a bunch of uh, papers you got to sign off of to get all that shit going. And then you got big boy Disney, you know, probably having a, a massive hand in that on how it's represented. So I can see why there's not a lot of show on the um, on that front, you know, but either way it's uh phenomenal to see the end come to an end like this, even the video was pretty sweet on how the reveal happened It starts off with kind of how it how it started off in the beginning with the splatoon character looking in the fire the reflection of on her eye was the smash logo and then you find out there are all the figurines, which is also kind of a nod back to the n sixty four days when they were just little figures and then they popped up and became you know became lively and that's kind of like. A nod back because they don't really explore that anymore. It would literally start off the game showing the toy land and then it would come to life. So uh, basically, it you know playing with your toys in a in a toy box, and it's kind of interesting how Sekiro kind of used that in his whole development scheme and did a massive nod to that. And then the big reveal of Sora was a, a weird one. I will say that I didn't I didn't know what the the flame was at first. I thought it was gonna be Master Hand. And I thought it was going to, like, put out the fire by, like, pinching its fingers or something. But I don't know how gameplay-wise that would work, especially with grabbing and all that shit. But um, it would have been a nice little bookend to to the game, having the first boss as a playable character. But, you know, at the same time, I don't know how that would work out. And the fact that they got Sora working in the game with, you know, his sword and all his weird abilities and quirks and avoiding all the Disney representation... It's uh it's impressive to say the least. It's actually fucking awesome that they are were able to do that without having any issues. And it seems like he plays solid. I cannot wait, man. They also announced two new Splatoon Mii outfits and they announced a Doom Guy, Doom Slayer uh, outfit for the me as well. Now when they showed it off, they, they had a bunch of music playing in the background of the Doom music. The da-da, da-da, da-da. I think it's called Gates of Hell. Uh, I didn't see it as a music release with this, which is kind of weird. That's, like, iconic video game music. And if you're going to add the me outfit, which they've done in the past with music, uh, it's kind of weird because I think they did it with, like, Cuphead and they had a little uh, song with that character pack. They didn't confirm or deny that the music was provided with Doom Guy's outfit, which I'm a little confused on. Because, like I said, it's not foreign to them to kind of do this setup. But it is iconic music. I think they played two different songs, if I remember correctly, in that trailer. And it's... Uh, it doesn't... Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be in the game, which is weird. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I remember the big leak a while back with all the characters. And Doom Guy was one of the outfits. Or one of the, the names on the, on the software. So it's interesting that they waited this long to release the Doom Guy whatever it was because it was it was such like a rumored thing and the fact that it ends up being a me outfit was such a uh, a curveball at the end which is awesome because like a lot of people were like oh it's got to be doom guy cuz he was the only character out of the leak that never came out and the fact that they and honestly i feel like it could have been a real character but they kind of swerved at the last second made it a outfit and just said hey here's your outfit it is what it is he's in the game now which is awesome you know, I love the Mii outfits. They are a little weird how, like, some of those could have been characters, some of them, like Hiachi or um, which could have even been a mirror character. But, uh, obviously, they're far from anywhere near bringing mirror characters back, especially now that it's all over. So, I don't know. Uh, kind of a big eye roll there. But, as I said, there's still a lot of questions to be asked and answered. But I think, all in all, this has been an awesome end to a beautiful game, a lot of content 89 characters they went over the accolades in the trailer too and sakurai seemed kind of relieved to like let it all out and just be like this is it this is the final one it's weird but here it is and it's done and uh, he said a quote along the lines of like if you keep working at something eventually it's going to be f- complete and i thought that was an awesome way to put it and yeah awesome that that smash is coming to an end. I will definitely uh, come back on here and talk about how it plays, how Sora interacts with other characters, how uh, Kirby's ability when he sucks him up, A O, and um, yeah, you know, we'll kind of come back on that shit. Anyways, what have I been playing? I've been playing a little bit of Overcooked with Groovy Boy, who's going to be on the podcast tomorrow, and we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. But overall, Overcooked is awesome. Uh, it's tough. It's frustrating. Uh, I've realized that playing it online is a little bit more frustrating because we used to play locally, and online there's a slight lag with navigating tight spaces. And the map we were doing was like you had to walk on these like narrow paths, otherwise you fall in the lava. So it was constantly like us bumping into each other, us falling off. It was frustrating, and then it would constantly go under the lava every now and then. All in all, the game is awesome, but like mainly we're working on the platinum. That's our trophy hunt corner for the episode baby. We are or I am. Let me tell you about what I've been working on platinum wise. One second. Let me get my phone. So if you don't know the trophy hunter corner thing that I do on this podcast sometimes is basically a showcase of what platinums and trophies I'm working on now. I will say that uh if you're not into trophies, you know it's a it's a very short segment, so don't worry about it. And it's basically for all you trophy hunters out there like me who like to get trophies. I'm currently if you want to know my stats, I'll go ahead and give you my merits. <laughs> it's uh, I have 130, well, we'll start, we'll start at the end, okay? I have 7,425 bronze trophies. I have 2,100 uh, silver trophies. I have 1,055 gold trophies, and I have 138 platinum trophies, putting me at a 514 platinum rank. And uh, yes, I have a social life. You know what I'm saying? These are just... If you work at trophies, you know what I'm saying, you can kind of get them at different rates. Some take longer than the others. Some you have to chip away at over time. Some of them you can run, run through in a night. Some of them you'll run through in a couple nights. But it seems like all the ones I'm working on right now are things that take a while. So don't judge me too hard because I do have some easy platinums. My last platinum was called Zero Strain. It's a super easy platinum. <clears throat> it was actually kind of fun, to be honest. I'm not even going to cap uh cap as the kids say i was working on the death Training plat for a while but i i think i tapped out of that after this fucking debacle of me being on a goddamn ice mountain thing or just a mountain i guess would be a ice mountain and my truck slid down the goddamn thing and uh damaged the nuke that was in the back and it blew up and i had to walk all the way back there and i was like man fuck this game you know what i'm saying uh, I love Hideo Kojima, but goddamn, man, that game can be frustrating as hell sometimes. I, I even, I put it past me. I was like enjoying the director's cut, as you heard on the previous episodes, and up until the point where I ran into that snow part, I was just like, fuck me. That, that part really ruined it for me. I was, having, I was actually having fun delivering stuff and enjoying the chill moments while I was just listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos, and it kind of all came together pretty well. Currently working on the Chivalry 2 Platinum. That one's awesome. Chivalry 2, you can get done if you just kind of focus on the game. Just play it. There are a couple that you might have to cheese, like the bread one. Uh, no pun intended, cheese bread. Hmm. Uh, the hardest trophy is killing 13 enemies with bread, which you can pick up off random tables in the me- in the levels. However, this might be easy- easily done if you have a friend who can just change team, which you can do that in this game, and uh, find your friend at some point and just toss bread at him. So... It's doable, just it might take a while. The uh, I'm also working on the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered plat. I'm currently sitting at an 81%. I have to beat the game without dying. Uh, not continuously, just mission select, which is awesome. But, but you know, it's going to take a while to get that one done. There are a couple others that i got to knock out that are like, do a fucking backflip at this certain spot and at this certain level. I'm like, okay. Um Outriders, I gave up on that. Can and Bridge of Spirits was the platinum I got before. Deathloop, alright, I sold Deathloop. I'm going to be honest, boys and girls. I got rid of that game simply because I think it was not up to par when it came to how the reviews made it seem. And I think that's one of the dangers of listening to some reviewers where you think that they might be preaching gospel, but really, it's just not your taste. And I think Deathloop is fun and is a great game. But I think it might be a better game at like $30, you know, like in that price range, definitely Cobb Deathloop. But as as of now, full price, you know, I might pick it back up on a sale, catch it for a 30 spot in the winter or something like that. Like, I, I just, I don't know. The value didn't seem there for me, especially since the value was still there. I could sell it and, you know, just recoup it later. But uh, I do want to work on the plat for that because it seems like a lot of people are getting it. I feel like it's doable. You just got to kind of knock out some shit. So, it's definitely doable. Definitely looking forward to that. Mar- uh, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered I had before that. And then I was working on Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but then that game just fucking fell through. I always wanted a platinum a Bioshock game. I started playing Bioshock Remastered a while back when there was a lull, like there kind of is now, and it serviced what I wanted it to do. It was just be a nice escape from the lack of games. And it, it did its it did its magic. Bioshock is, like, such a weird game. If, I remember, like, being younger and just being like, it's so creepy. Not in the sense of, like, certain creatures or characters. I really wasn't too worried or scared about them. But when it came to, like, navigating the, the areas and it's just super dark, there's lights flashing, you're under, like, a ton of water. So you're just, like, you feel like you're locked in. I think they captured that experience so well that... It makes it like eerie and uh, skin crawling to kind of just move around the levels. So, and I think that's why I liked Bioshock Infinite a lot more because I was more open, it was more straightforward on what was going on. There was a big twist at the end. And then the gameplay was fun with like the hook shot stuff. Absolutely love that game. And I have the collection of Bioshock. I don't know why I don't play that, but uh, I think those games have like platinums for like, oh, beat the game on the hardest difficulty shit. So I'm just like, I, I if you know me, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. So, uh, it is what it is, but, and that's really been the trophy corner. That was it. Uh, other than that, I have been playing, uh, well, we played Uno tonight. We tried out some of the uh, PlayStation Plus games of the month, which is Hell Let Loose, I think is what it's called, the World War II simulator, if you will. It's uh, more of like a competitive combat shooter. I went in, I started off in the water, just like, what was it, the Battle of Normandy or whatever. I might be way off. Uh, I fucking started off in the water. I walked through the water super slow. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll speed up when I start getting on land. I get on land. I go like a little bit faster and I was like, okay, let me go find a vehicle. So I find a vehicle. It drives like a real life, uh, tank, but it's a truck cause it's just so slow and you got to shift gears. Every time you shift gears, it slows down, um, like a stick shift kind of. And then I go to the beach, find another player and I was like, all right, cool. Go pick him up. I reverse. I'm surprised he didn't jump out because it took forever to reverse. I was like, okay. What are we in the 40s? No, I'm just joking. And then, uh, you know, I turn around. I drive. I think I'm going to drive over this uh, barbed wire. I I get the car stuck and it just like stops. I was like, okay. So I hop out on the other side of the barbed wire. I look back at my partner and I just shoot him just because because I was like fucking around. It killed him. There's team, team friendly fire shit in there. So he dies. He's all upset. I'm upset, you know, and then my friend joins, group joins, and then we try to find each other. We find each other. Then I kill him because we're, you know, because he's my bitch. No, I'm shaking joking. Because we're, we're just fucking around. I kill him, and then he respawns, and we have no idea where to find each other. There's a map. You can see the little icons, and you can bring up a, uh, a legend to kind of see where, you know, what items respond to what. However, the items are so small you can't you can't fucking find your your shit. The map is huge and like your dots are like super small, so you got to zoom in and you got to scroll around to find yours. It's just like it's so convoluted. And then when I actually got near the battles, (sighs) I deleted the game because I was just like, you know, it's too much for me. However, you might like it more than I did. So go give it give it a a chance if you want. It's a free game, why not? Uh, But you're not missing out on much if you don't play it. The next game was Mortal Kombat X, which I did not touch because I played that game. Uh, another game was PGA Tour 20 or 2K22, 21, sorry. That game is decent for a golf game. Like, it's pretty fun. We played online. We didn't like how, like, at first we got on there, we started playing multiplayer and knocking shit in. And you all go at the same time simultaneously. You There's a setting to switch it back to, like, watching one person do, like, go at a time. And then we kind of got bored of that, so we played Uno, and then that's when the real combat started, and we were really talking shit, uh, like we were in Hell at Loose or something. And, uh, you know, it's Uno's fucking awesome. You can't, you can't really hate on Uno. It's fucking Uno. But if you have any friends to play with, definitely pick up Uno if you need something to hit up. It's a fun little multiplayer game. I need to come out with more lists. That's what I need to do. I think from now, uh, I think there's going to be a couple episodes here on out where I put together some lists like I did for the, uh, easiest podcast games, things like that. Things to kind of look through. That's, that might be a good, a good topic. Uh, look at me planning on the pod. <laughs> then we hit up Uno Uno was dope. I'm trying to think of what else we did. Fucking that's really all I play today. Had overtime today. So, you know, your boy then And then from here on out, we'll go through some news stories that I noticed that, uh, Kind of happened. Of course, Sora was the first character, or the last character for Smish. That was a big deal. Of course, of course, of course. Fucking, dude, I did not know Life is Strange True Colors is 30 frames on PlayStation 5 and it just got updated to PlayStation 5 60 frames. that made any sense? I don't know what I was talking about, but that's like, come on, what the fuck? They tried to come out and say it was developer stuff, reasons, that's why they did it. I'm like, all right, buddy. Uh, Rockstar Launcher Update teases Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy. Ba- basically, Rockstar updated their client, and in the client coding was like Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, words, so they think the games are coming. Yeah, of course. And then um, the Battlefield 2042 beta starts today, which is awesome. I'm currently probably working at the time of you listening to this, but I would definitely be hitting that up And 100%, 100% going to be fucking putting videos on my mystic.maddox on Instagram page. M-Y-S-T-I-C dot M-A-D-D-O-X on Instagram. You know the vibes. Then, you know the vibes. I don't know why I said it like that. Then, to close off this episode, Ghost Recon has a new Battle Royale announced. Now, this is not new for Ubisoft as they've done... They've done, like, Hyperscape and shit, I believe. Let me double-check that because, you know, I don't want to be wrong here. Um, however, yeah, it's, it's Ubisoft. However, this is a Ghost Recon Battle Royale, and in my head it works. In my head it definitely works. Because when you're, when you're playing around, like, Breakpoint or Ghost Recon Wildlands, it definitely feels like you could easily get a Battle Royale experience out of that. But I don't think that this one... Is gonna be what we might think it's gonna be it seems like in the trailer that they've shown they're dropping a lot of stuff calling in a bunch of stuff I'm definitely interested to see how it's gonna work though like not a lot of informations out on it but I think uh, I think it does have potential in a weird way to kind of bring a new battle royale experience to the to the gaming landscape because if you think about it there are a bunch of battle royales now but when's the last time, uh, you know, one's really launched this big, uh, you know, from a triple A developer, I think it was what Warzone. I mean, it, obviously you have other ones that are big on PC, but not really like the biggest, obviously they're not like nothing's, nothing's Fortnite, Fortnite level at all. But you know, um, there are some that have come out like battlefields, battle Royale that kind of flopped. And, uh, I think even hyperscape to an extent kind of flopped overall, um, so I'm curious that what their angle is here now that like they've made hyperscape and it, it wasn't the biggest, it wasn't like enough to draw a lot of people's attention. I'm wondering how you're really going to do much to like make it different. Cause I've noticed if like, as long as the battle royale is different, it'll kind of succeed in a way. Like hyperscape was big for a while. Fucking, uh, apex legends is super huge. And that's like a Titanfall BR Warzone is huge. It's a call of duty BR Fortnite's huge. It's Fortnite's BR like, each one's characteristically different. So I'm wondering what Ghost Recon is going to do to make themselves stand out. Where the majority of the Ghost Recon games rely on teamwork, uh, st- strategic callouts, uh, upgrading your weapons, and stuff like that. Like It could work, but I'm wondering how well it'll work, if that makes sense. Will this be a standout bigger than Apex Legends? Probably not, to be honest because i think apex legends is such like a a standout now especially with it being you know based on the whole titanfall style like uh gaming skeleton rather uh i think i think this game does have potential but i don't think it's going to be the be- the biggest thing out there however i would love to eat my words because honestly i fully support the push for for battle royale because certain things come out like First-person shooters started, and then, like, we eventually got Warzone years later. Uh, you know, you push into, like, strategy games, and you get things like XCOM. And then you push into, like, um, music games, and you end up getting Rock Band 2. And, like, you know, so, like, you get these these iconic standouts as long as you keep the franchise going. And notice now that, like, now that a couple of the music games failed, there's none, really, and with, like, peripherals. Um, which sucks because I, I really did enjoy those, like, Guitar Hero and shit. That You can't really have those experiences anymore on modern consoles. It's kind of weird. Um, I think there should always be, like, a unit. But they, you know, Guitar Hero Ultimate, get to licensing some shit and just put a bunch of stuff on it, people would buy the fuck out of it, make it, like, limited – well, maybe not limited edition, but make a collector's edition for it, da-da-da-da. Anyways, my whole point, overall point, outside of that side idea of Guitar Hero coming back is – as long as these games stand out and keep expanding that genre, then I'm all for it. I know a lot of people get fatigued from Battle Royale because, you know, they're long games. I get it. Uh, most of them have a uh, a economy built in with some type of shop and, you know, that gets expensive and that gets, like, uh, a little scummy in some cases and in other cases just, you know, there's so many things to buy that it becomes a little overwhelming like Fortnite. Uh, it really makes you wonder, like, what would the best battle royale be cuz even even fortnite didn't really start as a battle royale so you kind of wonder like what would be the the thing to kind of topple all battle royales and uh i think so far each one we've gotten has had some sort of setback or flaw like uh call of duty is always getting a meta with their c4 or, like some bullshit or a gun gets updated everybody uses it Fortnite, there's metas with the building already and that's really cut and dry and that's the strongest meta you could probably see in a video game at this point then um i'm not sure about apex legends i'm sure there is a meta every game has a meta but you know i don't know i'm excited basically is what i'm saying uh it could be interesting i think it's called ghost recon frontline i kind of buried the name in there but uh it's free to play too, so I mean, you know it's At least we don't have to pay for this one Uh Definitely gonna check it out, it's gonna be 100 players And uh Yeah The game is announced to still be in early Development And a closed test on PC For European players will run on October 14th To the 21st Um So it is still very early It's eventually gonna come to like modern consoles New gen consoles And uh yeah. It's just an interesting it's interesting. You don't every day see like a new BR pop up. So, you know, it's always I'm always curious to see like what these things are gonna do differently from Warzone, since this is probably like the closest relation outside of it being probably third person. Um very curious to see what they do. And I can imagine like if they put a lot of shit into it, like a lot of development and thinking into it, and it is four player strategic call outs and you know Marking and all this shit with like your four player team like a normal Ghost Recon squad can do in Wildlands and uh, Breakpoint It could be very very interesting. They could have a lot of potential for um, Not MLG, but you know pro player pro level players hitting that up for tournaments and stuff It could be a thing so, you know I wish it the best and I can't wait to see what it looks like when it gets closer to fruition but according to them, it's still early, and we'll we'll know when we know. And that has been Tuesday or Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday's episode. I've been working so much, I've been losing my mind. Wednesday's episode, and uh, tomorrow's gonna have a guest. Like I said, gonna have a guest with uh, my buddy Groob, my brother Jay. So be ready. We'll go into more things, and uh, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to compose some lists for uh, future episodes. That sounds like a fun idea, and uh, we can kind of get my thoughts out on certain different topics. Of uh, things I've experienced and played. And I can maybe recommend some stuff. Because I did enjoy recommending that list before. So look out for that coming soon too. It'll probably come... uh, Not Friday. Probably. What is it? This is Wednesday's episode. So this would be Thursday's episode. I don't think there's going to be an episode on Friday. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to set that one off. Spend time over the weekend getting all my experiences together and come back Monday and have a comprehensive thought on how the Switch OLED plays. I might have Metroid uh, Dread impressions and I might have Far Cry 6 impressions Uh, because I'll be playing all that over the weekend. So definitely look out for that on Monday and uh, Thursday will be the last episode, which is tomorrow of the week. And yeah, we'll get you guys out of there on that with a nice little co-op uh, podcast. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys tomorrow and have a good day.